It's Friday. Come and get it. Get up and get it. Move, move. It's Friday. Yeah. Y'all know I'm not that hype. I'm glad it's Friday, but I ain't that hype because you know I'm about to head my butt to work. Make my little corns for Friday to end my work week off because that's what I do because I'm about my shmoney. Um, I need my little extra corn. So I'm just going to keep it all the way 100, which I ain't going to perpetrate. I ain't going to front. I'm not going to stun. I'm not going to lie and pretend like I got it like that when I know doggone dang on where I don't. But it's Friday. And um, it's the weekend for me. Um, this has been a very crazy uh, two weeks. I'm going to say two weeks. Well, I'm going to say a week because it's been going on a week total. And God is good. He continues to bless me. My family is blessed. Another day above ground is always a blessing. And for your ear, your energy, she, me, her, your girl on Talk to Talk. Thank you for coming over and listening and all that good stuff. And it's amazing that you guys are patient and understanding and supportive to me. Thank you. And I ask that you continue. Don't stop. Continue. Um, On my podcast today is Random Topics. Ooh. Random topics and um, a few Q&A. But you guys don't go anywhere. And I'm saying ooh because I guess someone wasn't paying attention to what they were doing. And was coming over on another vehicle. And I almost hit the car. And I'm like ooh because it just looked like they was going to get hit. Um, you know I'd be emotional when it looked like somebody about to have red. You know what I'm saying. But anyway you don't go anywhere. I'll be back. All right, you guys, it is Friday Hot Topic, and I'm actually, my first topic is a little kind of crazy. There's this actress that tried to use acid and alligators to dispose of her husband's ex-wife. After Grant and Amanda Hayes killed Lori Ackerson, cut her body into pieces, and attempted to dissolve the remains in acid, they threw her dismembered remains into an alligator-infested creek to get rid of the evidence yes that's what i said now those are the grime details of Atkinson 2011 murder that is that a texas jury heard this month before convicting amanda hayes of tampering with evidence that same day august 21st fort bend county district judge maggie jamello sentenced the 46 year old to 20 years in prison um the district attorney Amanda Bolon said the jury verdict was swift and the court sentence was appropriately harsh. Uh, Laura Atkinson's family can be assured that Amanda Hayes will be punished for all of her be- uh, barbaric behavior and rather it was in North Carolina or the great state of Texas. Um, the sentence was the maximum possible under the Texas law and is in addition to one she's serving roughly a thousand miles away. Um, 
Rely, North Carolina is where authorities say Grant and Amanda Hayes killed his ex-wife and the mother of his two young sons. Atkinson was reported missing from Kinston, North Carolina, um, back in July 18, 2011, after she had been gone about three days. The 27-year-old entrepreneur and graphic artist who had dis- who divorced Grant Hayes in 2010 was last known to be traveling to Hayes Rely apartment. Um, Ackerson and her ex-husband, then 32, had two and a three-year-old sons together, and authorities believed she was going to pick them up when she disappeared. But on July 20, Ackerson's car was found parked at a Northwest Rely apartment complex. The location, according to police, was less than a quarter mile from Hayes' apartment. Investigators learned Grant Hayes, a budding area musician, had recently married actress Amanda Hayes. And according to the Inside Edition, her Screen critics include appearing in The Sopranos and the portraying a robotic wife in the 2004 remake of the Stepford Wives. Um, Ackerson and her ex-husband reportedly had a tumultuous relationship and were involved in an ongoing custody dispute over their sons. The couples have been scheduled to appear in court in um, August the 15th. Grant and Amanda Hayes, police discovered, had traveled to Richmond, Texas, July the 18th. The city is about 60 miles south of Houston, was home to Amanda's Hayes' sister. Five days after the couple's arrival, the body parts were found, scattered in Arster Creek, roughly 100 yards from the sister's house. Uh, the head had been served from the torso, which was found in two pieces, and the arms and legs had been cut from the body, police said. Um, various body parts continued to surface for several weeks. Investigators identified the remains as those of Ackerson and arrested Grant and Amanda Hayes. The sister did not face charges, according to Texas authorities, who said there was no indication she had any knowledge of what happened. And given the addition of Ackerson's body, the North Carolina chief medical examiner was unable to determine how she died and ruled her death a result of undetermined homicidal violence. Um, investigator later said evidence collected in the case suggested that Ackerson was killed and dismembered in North Carolina. Um, it's believed her body parts were suffered, was stuffed in an ice chest and hauled about 1,200 miles to Texas for disposal. Once in Richmond, um, the Hayes authorities said attempted to use muric acid to destroy Ackerson's body parts. When that didn't work, they took a boat onto Oster Creek and dumped Lori's body parts into the water with hopes that alligator would eat her remains. Grant Haynes' murder trial began in July in August of 2013, and during the three-week trial, the jury was told by the state that a bitter custody dispute led to Ackerson's slaying. Now, Grant Hayes smiled and laughed throughout the trial. His defense attorney denied that he was involved in the actual murder, that his wife had accidentally killed his, wife, his ex-wife during a struggle, but said that he did attempt to cover up the crime. Now, one of the strangest, strangest pieces of the evidence was a song Hayes recorded in which he sang about killing his baby's mama. The lyrics was, my baby's mama don't talk to me. Don't want your drama. I got two kids by you. I can't take any more from you. I put a price tag on your head. You must have told your attorney I got intentions on killing you. Yes. On September the 16, 2013, juries found Hayes guilty of first-degree murder and the death of his ex-wife. Um, the Supreme Court Judge Donald Stepson said prior to sentencing Haynes to life prison without the possibility of parole, he said that I think a jury verdict in a case like this is an honor and a half. Probably speaks louder than anything anyone could say about this case. Um, Amanda Hayes 
trial began um, in 2014 in January. She denied killing Ackerson and claimed she only participated in disposing of the body. She did so, according to her testimony, because she was afraid of her husband and afraid he might hurt the children. Um, Assistant District Attorney Becky told juries Hayes was acting on the witness stand and had participated in the killing because she was tired of the financial strain they were under because of the custody dispute. Um, the month-long trial ended February 19, 2014, with the jury finding Hayes guilty of second-degree murder. The same judge in her husband's trial sentenced her to 13 to 16 years in prison. She chose to participate in the killing, is what the judge said while sentencing Haynes. Um, two months after Amanda Haynes was sentenced, six guards at the Wake County Jail lost their jobs after they accused of inappropriate relationships with inmates, including Amanda Haynes. No criminal charges were filed against the guards. That same month, a Texas grand jury indicted Amanda Haynes on charges of dumping accuracy remains in Richmond, the case that brought this month's conviction. And at her second trial, she again denied involvement in the murder and claimed her fear drove her to help dispose of the body's parts. The 20-year sentence that Jamela handed down ensures Haynes will not get out of jail anytime soon. Jamela ordered the sentence to run consecutive to Haynes' North Carolina sentence, meaning she won't be credited for any of her Texas time until she serves her North Carolina sentence and is brought back to Texas and incarcerated. Should Amanda Haynes serve the entirety of both sentences and live to see the day she's released, she'll be 82 years old. And she should serve every ounce of it. Um... the the new wife was white and he's the he was black and not that that matter but to do what you did and not have a conscience about it is crazy to me i i we we live among some crazy people I mean, y'all do know that, right? I mean, we live with some crazy, crazy people. So you just don't know. I mean, people are acting, but sometimes, you know what was crazy? I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I did, I brought this topic up on my podcast. Me and my friend was having a conversation about, I want to do some of these actors that act the way they act. Are some of them crazy? Or are they just amazing actors? Because sometimes I think some of the parts that people play, it makes me think that they really are crazy. Like something is not all the way together with them upstairs. And I feel that way. I believe that. Now, am I wrong? I could possibly be wrong to think that way. But she was an actor and look what she did. She helped cut up a woman's body, packed her body in an ice chest, bring her body from North Carolina to Texas and dump them, rent a boat, go out on an Oster Creek and drop body parts into an alligator creek. Who does that? If you are sane, I mean, you're sane, but you're crazy. Like, you got a devilish, crazy heart, but you you knew what you were doing. That's what I mean by that. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, prayer for the two children that would not have their mother and their father is in jail for the rest of his life. Um, I pray that they can grow up, find forgiveness or some type of understanding and peace of accepting craziness and hatred and cruel violence from people like that and be able to live with the fact that sometimes family will hurt you it's not off limits um but i'm not gonna keep talking about this um but it's just crazy to me that people 
do some of the things that they do. It's just weird. Like, oh my God. It's crazy. Y'all better take y'all medicine and don't come around me. I already be peeping on, you know, looking at people like side eye, like, okay. Mm-mm. Get your life, people. Get your life. Moving on. All over the news recently, there was this mystery woman who was going around ringing doorbells. And they said that she was, they felt like she had some kind of connections to murders or whatever. Well, she was found safe after police um, find death in domestic violence. I don't understand what that was about. Um, but the mystery woman who was ringing the doorbell that was found safe at the police find death and domestic violence originally appeared on, um, abcnews.go.com. Well, the mystery of the partially dressed woman who rang the doorbell of a Texas home in the dead of night and disappeared took a, a sort of turn on Wednesday when it led police to a scene of violence and death. The woman from the <clears throat> video was subject to domestic violence, but is now safe. Um, five days after she was caught on the surveillance camera ringing the doorbell of a house, from the day the video went viral, concerned people the world over was hooked. They were wondering, like, what the hell was going on to the hunt for the woman's identity and for clues to her story. Police said that they arrived at a house on Wednesday in response to a call about a man threatening to kill himself and found the woman's 49-year-old boyfriend lying dead of a gunshot wound. The death is believed to be suicide. The 32-year-old woman was mentioned in his suicide note but was not on the scene, officials said. Uh, authorities were still in the dark about what may have been the most disturbing part of the video, something that appeared to be broken restraints on both her wrists. There are some issues obvious with the video surveillance and why she was wearing those restraints and the circumstances are surrounding it. She is currently outside Montgomery County and our investigators will be meeting with her to continue the investigation is what they said when it first happened. The house was in Sunrise Ranch, the same neighborhood as the one whose doorbell the woman had tried to ring. A resident who lives in the area but does not wish to be identified told ABC News that the woman had rung the doorbell of several different neighbors, but by the time they answered their doors, she had disappeared. In the seventh second video that was shared over 3,200 times and received more than 8,600 8, um, comments as of Wednesday night from people from as far as United Kingdom, the woman can be seen emerging from behind a bush next to the house barefoot and wearing only a t-shirt with unknown items dangling from both of her wrists um I, I don't know um i i really don't know it's just strange and it, there's so much strange things going on and there's so much strange things going on in this story for sure i am glad that she's safe at least um, it's just something happened that we aren't sure where, when, or whom, but we are the first to report it was what Yahoo said, which made no sense to me because 
So what if you were the first to report it? Who cares? What happened to the woman? What's going on? I mean, I read that article five times. That article left questions on top of questions that didn't have any answers to. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I remember when the news actually um, posted that video. And I was like, well, what she, ha- well, where she went, what happened? And um, the news cover actually answered the questions and they gave you more information. But Yahoo wants to take credit for just putting information out there and not giving you anything. Well, what happened? Is she okay? Did she have anything to do with it? Was it really a suicide? Did he really try to kill? Like, you don't know because Yahoo didn't answer any of those questions. I feel like after I read that story, that I knew more or less about the story than I did when I knew nothing about it at all. You know, you understand what I just said? It, it was just crazy. And it's like, um, I just, I, I just thought that that wasn't something that they should have been happy about because you didn't give everybody enough information. Like the information wasn't there. But anyway, bottom line, they found the woman Supposedly, she was in a domestic violence situation. The person shot himself. They didn't feel like she had nothing to do with him killing her. He was had her under restraint. She was able to break loose, that type of stuff. Um, so I just think Yahoo needs to do a better job at giving information out. Um, especially when people like going, you know what I'm saying, still likes... Um, reading yahoo mail like a lot of people do and i get a lot of news feed from yahoo but i'm it's like it's at the point now where why am i listening to yahoo when they don't even give you factual information they just they just bring up the story it's almost like girl you heard what happened to vanessa well no what happened to vanessa i don't really know everything i just know that her and her husband into it by what who told you that what they into it for is they still together? Did they separate? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm getting with it. Like, come on, like, don't, don't. That's almost like saying, girl, you about to get, I'm about to get you a car. You lying, you lying, when? I don't know when, but I'm going to get you a car. Mm-mm, don't do that to me. Mm-mm. Or, girl, I'm about to buy you a new purse. You like that purse right there? Yes. You can get it. <gasps> I get it today. Well, not today, but you can. See, you, you see what I'm going? Like, don't do that. Mm-mm, don't do that. Don't do that. Get your life, Yahoo. Get your life. But I am glad that the woman is safe. I am sorry that it takes people in these domestic violence to find a way out as killing themselves and killing other people. Like, I don't understand why that is the norm now. Um, Something, I keep saying something needs to be done. Things need to be done. Things need to be changed. I don't really know how to change anything. I don't even know what to change. I'm just so tired of that type of stuff if you understand what i'm saying like we got to get into it like we everybody as a whole have to take accountability for their actions get help if you know somebody need help push the issue on getting help if you in a bad situation leave and if you're scared to leave get help in regards to how you can leave a safe way i'm never finna say that it's easy i know that it's not easy but we gotta figure something out like this Something that I mean, I think I think if anyone could come up with some good ideas and ways to get out of bad domestic violence or bring mental illness, make more awareness of mental illness and relationships that is safe and easy and convenient. 
Share with me. Let me know. Let me know. But I'm praying for everybody that's going through hardships with domestic violence, that are victim of domestic violence, that have mental health. I'm praying for everybody. Everybody. All right, Serena Williams tried to deposit her first million dollar check in the bank drive-thru. Yes. <laughs> Serena Williams is one of the most highest paid tennis players in the world. Her career prize money tops $86 million. Williams said back in 2017 interview that she has always played for the love of the sport and not the money. The tennis superstar is competing at the U.S. Open this week in New York City. Serena Williams may be one of the world's highest paid female athletes, but she says she's never been motivated by the money. Williams said on the kneeling dough that I, I've actually never played for money. I just thought you would go out there and hold a trophy. Um, the personal finance video series produced by LeBron James Media Company, Uninterrupted, on kneeling dough. Um, Williams told sports business manager Mavericks Carter that not once did I think about a check. That's what she said. Now, the 36-year-old whose career prize money tops $86 million, like I said, is competing at the U.S. Open this week in New York City after taking time off from tournaments to give birth to her daughter and all that stuff. She said, I just play for the love of the sport. Um, Williams, who has won 23 slam, Grand Slam titles, one fewer than the world record holder, Margaret Court. It comes as no surprise that when Williams received her first million dollar check, she kept it safely in the bank. She said, nope, I never touched the money. Just put it in the bank. And I remember I went through the drive through to deposit my check. And then they were like, I think you need to come in for this. And so I ended up coming inside, just put it in my account. Williams credited her parents with teaching her about the value of money at a very young age. She said, I never, ever felt broke. Looking back, I'm like, wow, we lived in a two bedroom house with seven people. I don't know how my parents were able to make me feel that way, but they did. And that was something really special. She said, I never felt when I came into money that I needed to go buy this or that because I never wanted it. So it was a great way to grow up. Williams also said her father and longtime coach was always hands on, but never demanded a fee or a cut of her earnings. And he told her it was up to her to decide how she would spend her money. Uh, she said, since I was a teenager, I've made every financial decision in my life and I've had to learn how to make good ones and how to make bad ones. And it helps you make better ones. Um, you can also listen to the, the full interview with Serena Williams on Interrupted, Uninterrupted Nilden Doe. It was produced by J.P. Morgan Chase and Uninterrupted, a media company owned by LeBron James and Maverick Sick Carter. Um, so you can go there and um, you can listen to the whole whole interview. Um, I love it though. I love it, love it, love it. Like, see, people, I always feel like you don't have to, you know, be wealthy to teach your children good points and things of that nature. And what's for children is for children. If they're going to learn, they're going to learn. If they're going to take heed to it, they're going to take heed. Because you could be the best parents in the world. You can put them in everything you want to. You can give them as much guidance as they want to. They still have to take that and, and live by it and go by it and, and practice it. So with all that being said, 
that's not always the case when it comes to young people. But listening to her say that, it was like, yes, I love that. Now, I'm not going to say if I had a million dollars that I wouldn't want to spend some of it because I know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like I should just go buy everything that I see. And I like purses and I like shoes. I'm not going to lie about that. I like perfume. I like nice things. I do. But I don't... Clothes and things of that nature, everything I buy don't have to be like, oh, it has to have Gucci on it. Oh, let me make sure it's a little bit on. I don't... It doesn't have to have that on it. But I do like nice things. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I, I like Serena. I'm a fan of Serena. And did y'all see her when they said, oh, you can't wear your castle no more? She was like, oh, okay, I got something for you. I'm going to do it like a little princess. I'm going to do it on a little tutu and whoop some asses. I'm going to do that. She's facing her sister, Williams versus Williams. So I'm all into that. I'm I'm all into that. Let's just keep it all the way 100. I'm going to be into it. I'm going to be tuning in. I'm going to be like, yes, get my popcorn. Let me pop. Let me eat. I'm, I'm into that. Also... Aretha Franklin, how I'm going today. I'm going to be tuning into that too. But Serena, keep doing your thing. Keep living the way you're living. I'm a fan. I love you. Continue to be real. Continue to stay the way you are. Don't allow anybody to change you. I love you. You rock. I'll be back with Q&A, people. All right, you guys, I wanted to say this before I go any further. If you're in a bad situation, a bad marriage, a bad relationship, and you need to get out, get help. Do not suffer alone. If you know someone or if you're suffering with mental illness, it's not okay to suffer alone. And it's not, you're not weird. You're not crazy. You're not a, that's not a bad thing. There are a lot of people that are suffering in silence. Get your help. Also, there's no, there's not enough money in the world to say, I'm going to kill my ex-wife, cut her body up and throw her in an alligator creek and take her away from my children. I think anybody that thinks that way need to sit down and have a serious conversation with themselves, with a therapist and with a whole bunch of other people to get some help. And for your wife to help you, Mm -mm. Then you go to jail and you have a relationship with inmates. You get an inmate. Girl, you got some problems. You got, seriously, you got some problems. I don't know what your deal is and I ain't trying to figure it out. But y'all, y'all need Jesus. Y'all really do need Jesus. I'm just saying you need Jesus. Serena, keep making your money, girl. I'm a fan. I love you always in a day. Um, Let's get into these Q&A questions. Yes, honey. My first Q&A question is from Gary. What's something on an employee's first day that sets off red flags? Um, the shortest time anyone has ever worked with me is probably one day. And they showed up, they got really settled in, and then they shared with other members um, of the situation loudly. Dang, I can't believe I, I got this amazing job. Good thing I had my friend take the technical proficiency situation online for me to get my certification because I would have never been able to pass that thing and score a great job like this. And 
I got a message from one of the people in position and they called to find out if this person actually went to school and took the test, if this person just went online and took the test and they told them to get their asses down there and send her out. And I wasn't even going to walk down the hall and and say anything to her, but that's what happened. They let her go. I'm just saying. So, about a day. And because they lied about having went to school and got training rather than being online taking a test. Just saying. And it's, you could take tests online in, in those classes and that certification still count. It wasn't a real certification class. It wasn't something that's accredited. So, that's why. Um, next question, Mary. Were children better off when mom stayed home and looked after them? Um, generally speaking, no. I don't believe that children are better off with one parent not working. And the reason I say that, I think this pushes that myth that women mostly are useful for just one thing. Having and raising kids and cleaning the house and cooking and running errands. And that is particularly detrimental for female children who then grow up and despite their many talents and how smart they are and things of that nature and all their skills, they marry and become housewives themselves. Male children having the same thing in their mothers expect that in the women that they marry. Now, I don't know where I would be today had I not been the product of a, that situation where both partners uh, worked and contributed almost equally. I got a university degree. I pursued a career where I did make use of my talents and skills. I take care of myself and I depend on no one financially for the most part. I was not neglected. I did not feel unloved or lonely or abandoned. And I didn't crave more time with my mom or my dad for those reasons. Um, my mom gave more attention to my siblings. I struggled with certain self-esteem issues and things of that nature. So I wanted more f that type of love from my mother. Um, I love spending time with friends and cousins and things of that nature, I, learning new things and getting into play and paint and all that other stuff, being exposed to new environments, new people. It gave me, it helped me with my confidence and my social skills and things of that nature. Um, I was a stay at home mom for the most part. And, um, I, I went to the schools and I did the cakes and the cupcakes and I went to the classes and I was called in for help and things of that nature. And I got advice and I ended up at, was asked for advice. I, you know, I did all that stuff and I wouldn't change that. I, I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. Um, I think everybody's different. I think it's an individual situation. And I also think just because you're a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean you're a good stay-at-home mom. I'm just saying. So it depends on the individual person. But I don't think staying at home guarantees that your child is going to be in a better situation or they're going to be raised better. I don't believe that. That's just my opinion. Last question from Lydia. Uh, today... My mother-in-law screamed and hit my daughter. Should we kick her out or give her another chance? Look, you don't say how old your daughter is. You don't say what led up to the incident. Um, that said, should you kick her out? That's something you and your husband should, you know, y'all have to, to decide that. That's y'all decision. And after all, it's his mother or her mother, because I don't know. None of us here on Anchor let me speak for myself. I'm not here 
are aware of the details of your familiar relationship. I'm sorry, you guys, I got cut off. But um, like I was saying, I think you should talk to your daughter um, and, and the mother-in-law and figure out what, and the grandmother figure out what's going on. If you don't feel like your daughter is safe with the grandmother, then yes, you should have your child somewhere safe or looking to get another nanny. A grandmother should be a grandmother and not be a nanny. That's just my personal opinion. But even if a grandmother disciplined a child, they should be able to discipline their grandchildren, period. If a mother, can, if a grandmother cannot discipline that child, she should not be around her. Pump like in a period. Uh, but again, I can't tell you what to do. That's between you and your husband, your partner, whomever. That's y'all decision. Y'all have to do what's best for your children or child or whatever. Um, but I think we have to allow grandmothers and grandfathers and aunts and uncles to help continue to play a part in raising our children. That's what things have gotten off base, I think. There was this saying to take a village to raise the children. And it used to be that way with everybody involved in their child's life had a right to. All right, I want. That's it for me. I'm not going to go any further into it. But the grandmother, bottom line, has a right to discipline the child. If the grandmother cannot discipline the grandchild, that child does not need to be around the grandmother. If you don't feel like the grandmother is keeping the child safe, then you should look at other ways to have your child maybe a babysitter or something like that. Before is putting her out, that's not my decision. I can't tell you what to do. That's between you and your partner, husband, or whomever. It's up to y'all. That is it for me, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to Talk to Talk with me. I appreciate it. Go over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, subscribe, hit the listening support on Anchor FM. Give me your support, all that good stuff. Go over to the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast and listen to me and Mr. E with our topics, round table and all that amazing stuff. Because we're going to talk about Aretha Franklin because she's going home today. And I think it's going to be an amazing concert. And I'm, I want to be part of it. I want to be in the gist of it. Um, again, if we're suffering with mental illness or we know someone that's suffering with mental illness, let them know they do not have to suffer alone. It's okay to get help. Um, domestic violence, we have to put a hand, put a hang on it or something. Stomp the shit out of it. We need to get it together. I think it's very cowardly that someone would beat on someone, try to kill them and kill themselves. I think now that's become the norm. That's how we handle things. That's what we do. Then you got husbands in the, don't want to pay child support. They killing the, the children's mother, leaving two kids without the mother. And now you got his black crazy ass in jail with the, the, the new wife. And the new wife, she got her stupid ass in jail messing with inmates. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. Like some ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like she's an actor, but... I don't really know if she was really acting. I think the part that she played in Step Wife, I think she kind of crazy. Clearly she crazy. Because who rents a boat and go out on an Oster, uh, uh, Oster Creek and, dra and drop a dismembered body in an alligator pit from North Carolina to Texas? Who does that? Who? Crazy people. And not crazy like you don't know what you're doing. Crazy like I don't care about what I'm doing. See, those two different crazy. See, that's crazy fuck y'all. And that's, then there's cray cray. I don't know what I did. What happened? What's wrong with me? That's cray cray. Y'all got to learn the difference. Okay? Yeah. I'm, all right. Okay. You got it. Serena Williams, I'm going to be honest with you. I applaud you. Stay true. Don't change. I will be tuning in to you and your sister do y'all thing because I love you. I am a fan. But let me tell you something. If I got a million dollar check, my first million dollar check, I don't know if I would have went to the drive-thru. Because I think I would win in the bank 
and say, hey, give me like 2000 of it to have in my pocket. And I think I would have went about mail parts. I'm... <laughs> I was just saying. I think I would have got me a part. I'm keeping it all the way 100 with you. I don't know no other way to be. But I applaud you for being real. But I do feel like the way you raise your children is a reflection sometime on how they grow up. Now, you can raise your children to the T. And you could be the best parent in the world and your children still go left. So, they ain't a guarantee. But clearly, your your father, your parents did a great job with you. Kudos to you and your sister. All that amazing stuff. Um, what else I got? What else? Q&A, thank you guys for the questions. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Continue, continue, continue. You guys have a fabulous Friday. It is a weekend coming. Y'all go over to the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast with Friday Roundtable Talk. It's supposed to be freestyle, but we're going to do Roundtable because, then we, you know, we're going to be, we just going to do what we do. We ain't no real podcaster, say some, but we a podcaster, say us. So, with that being said, until next time, you guys, peace.